is two men in a Bible. And no, it is not Josh. This is David, and I'm leading the intro to this week. So I hope you guys are in for a fun ride, because it's going to be a bumpy one. So as I said, my name is David, and as always, we have our very own... Josh. Josh what? Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor. I thought we weren't using last names, but haha, <laughs> gotcha. You threw me in on that one. That's right, I sure did. Dang it. So, uh, what's going on, Josh? Here we are, a week later, episode three. It's amazing. I Can't mean, believe this we're is three episodes a, in. This is almost, uh, you know, like a routine thing. Yeah, I mean, if if you count the if you count the rehearsal episodes, we're more like nineteenth in. But <laughs> well, not really that many. We had two. We had two two rehearsal runs, and then we went for it. So. It's it's crazy though. It's crazy. Thing we're on to our third episode. This is really exciting. So and we're loving the feedback. We are getting likes. Um, we are getting, you know, lots of plays, which is awesome. We just hope that they keep on skyrocketing. Please don't forget to hit that like button, guys. That's right. If you leave us comments, that would be wonderful too. That's right. Also, we haven't been getting a whole lot of emails, but still early. We're looking forward to those coming. So, still if you guys early. want to send those in? You you know the address, right? Josh, you want to go ahead and spell it out for us like you do so well? <laughs> he likes that I spell it. I just, I just am worried that if I say it's just two men podcast, someone might write in TWO because everything else is, you know, two men in a Bible, but our email is two, the number two, M-E-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. The number two men podcast at gmail.com. Vanna White would be very proud of you. She's my hero. That's right, she is. I do look up to Vanna White. So, how was your week? It was good. Did you do anything? You had a shorter week. I, Some I did. Some of us had uh, to, had to work. <laughs> Some of us did. Didn't, had to do laundry. How did the laundry? I've been wanting to know. How did the laundry go, Josh? The laundry went great. I'm I'm actually wearing a clean shirt today for the first time in weeks. I probably wouldn't have shared that. <laughs> if I were you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's dirty like all the other times, guys. <laughs> Don't worry about it. He just put on the same old rags and rich. Pretty much. I mean, we're not. We're not like anyone can see us, you know. So I figure, I don't have to dress yeah, up. So I didn't even do my hair. Here. Um, but the week was great. The week was actually really good. It was a shorter week, which was nice. Um, <coughs> wow. Excuse me. I just choked on my water. Um, but it was a shorter week. My kids finished a really big project this week um, that we had to have in uh, just yesterday. So it was really nice that that it got done. So. Um, but yeah, we had a huge project that had to get in. That got taken care of, and things are just things are just going really well. Um, couldn't be happier. Well, good. How about yourself? My week was not too bad, actually. We have been trying to get a bunch of stuff done at work. It's uh, mm-hmm. quarter in, so we have all our royalty statements due. So that's something to look forward to. And uh, I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good. Just happy to be back. Ready to uh, enjoy another weekend. So awesome. Yeah. Very uneventful, apparently, because I don't have anything to top it like you did without going into. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. Not a whole lot. So I'm just excited to be back. Good. That's right. So, so what are we what are we into today? Well, I, uh, I picked a verse and I told you last week I was very excited because if you remember, we were talking we, about power. You did give us a lot of lead up. We are. We are on the edge of our seats. Yeah. Well, you should be because we were talking about power. And the verse this week is 1 Corinthians 10.13. Now, normally I read it, 
and uh, Josh is doing most of the lead up, but then he sends it off to me, you know, to uh, read off. So I've been doing all this lead up this time. I thought I would still read and just take it away from uh, Josh. So it's just going to be a David episode. So if you're not ready for one of these, nice. then uh, turn it off now and skip to the next uh, episode, folks, because it's going to get rough. All right, 1 Corinthians 10.13 in the NLT New Living Translation. The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience, and God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. So what are you hearing there, Josh? What are you hearing? What are you what are you experiencing? Show us the love and the magic. Show us the love and the magic. Um, what I really like is just that opening line. The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. I for me growing up, I always kind of thought I was the only one. Um, you know, my, my parents went through a divorce and I thought that I was the only one that was happening to because I was obviously I had no idea that of course that was happening to a bunch of other people. Um at my age. Um, but that's so often I always felt so alone. I really did just feel like I'm the only, no one knows what I am going through. Nobody understands what I'm facing, but I love that or that right there. The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. Um, but to have it just sit there and say that he will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand that's something that I know personally for me, I really struggled with in, in becoming a Christian. Um, I know I talked about this a little bit in our first episode, but I, I was not raised a Christian. I, I found Christ on my own. Well, not on my own. It was Christ seeking me out is how I found him. I didn't find him by myself. Christ was, was there the whole time. I just didn't know it until, until later on. Um, but I, I always struggled with temptations and I, and I still struggle with temptations to this day. We all do. But having that reassurance, having that, you know, that backing of knowing that God is not going to give me more than I can handle, you know, and with, with Christ, all things are possible. You know, and when you truly start to believe that, that's when you see that there is nothing that you can't handle. There is no temptation that you cannot get past. Um, and there are times when it feels like that, though. There are still times, even though, you know, I've, I've been, you know, I've been following Christ now for eight years. And there are still times when I feel like I'm faced with something that I can't overcome. And I just have to break down in that moment, drop to my knees and just cry out to God to fix it. Help me. Show me how to get through this. Show me how to do better. God, I need you. And he gets me through. You know, at the times when I think like, I don't know how this is going to happen unless you bail me out, Lord. He comes through. And it's just a, it's a great testament to that. You know, when you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that way you can endure. And, and I can give a dozen testimonies on how he's done that in my life. Well, I, I think that's great. And, um, you know, a lot of people are very, you know, when they take that approach of, you know, humility and saying, God, I need your help. I don't know how to do this. I'm overwhelmed. I'm over. You know, there's too many things going on. There's too many balls in the air. How am I going to juggle them all? I'm going to bounce. You know, they're going to fall. You just have to realize that God gave us talents. God gave us abilities. And Amen. he didn't just give it to us to possess and show off. 
he gave them to us for a purpose. A lot of times we even have these abilities and skills we don't even understand or we don't even realize yet mm-hmm. until we're asking God, you know, use me, grow me, using, as uh, Rick Warren would say, the most dangerous uh, prayer you can pray. Yeah. You know, use me, God. Yes. You know, it's it's in those moments that you get put to the test. And a lot of times we're like, God, I don't know what to do. I There's no way I can do it. Just take it. You know, I'm, I'm sat, you know, giving it to you. You can take care of it. And he's given us what we need to do. And you've have you ever heard that saying, it's easier to steer a moving car than it is a parked car. Yes. Uh, the thing is, is a lot of times we just kind of stop and say, all right, I'm done. Take your hands off the wheel, climb out of the car. I'm finished. I can't do this anymore. Yep. And uh, it's really important that we do what we can because a lot of times we have it and it's our, our testimony. That's the big deal. You know, that's the thing that can help or it's, you know, an experience that we've gone through. And, or maybe this is the experience that's going to help someone later. And you just have to find that way through. And I mean, obviously, you got to pray. But it's all about making sure that you utilize what you have. I mean, God wouldn't give it to you. You are a powerful being. You have everything you need. And then as it's time to grow, as it's time to develop, as it's time to to sharpen, that's when it's going to that's when that's when it's going to happen for you you know the good mm-hmm. stuff you know mm-hmm. um you know i'll stop right there because <laughs> uh because uh, before you know it i'm gonna start just beating a dead horse over the same <laughs> subject i gotta stop and think what i'm gonna say next you go ahead and say something enlightening <laughs> something enlightening um well honestly i i can give a great a great uh moment to this when I, when I first became a Christian, I, and I, I don't make it a secret about the things that I was tempted with or the things that I was addicted to and the stuff that I struggled with because I feel that, you know, God can use a hurt. You know, the things that I went through and how I got through them by trusting Christ, he can use that to help somebody else. So I, I always believe in being completely honest. Um, I struggled with a lot of things, and one of the biggest things was pornography. I struggled very, very hard with pornography before I was able to find Christ, and when I did find Christ, it was one of those things that I actually used to battle against, you know, other people about, well, why is it that big of a deal? You know, it's not like I'm out there going around and sleeping around and, and, you know, mistreating women and, and, and everything. Cause, cause I felt that, well, if I wasn't physically doing something with anybody else, who am I hurting? You know, who, who am I really affecting? Right. Um, I'm not getting anybody pregnant. I'm not worried about diseases. I'm not, you know, I'm just minding my own business and keeping to myself. What I didn't realize what I was doing was just internally hurting myself. And I was creating adultery in my mind, mm-hmm. you know, and which is what you can do. You know, you can create adultery in your mind by thinking of these women in a way that other than how God wants me to view them, I wasn't looking at them as my sisters in Christ. You know, I wasn't looking at them that way with respect. And the the hardest part about it was just being able to overcome those temptations because we live in a world where, you know, the shorts are getting shorter and when summer comes around, the bikinis are getting smaller. Amen. That's right. You know, I mean, for somebody who struggles with, with lust and struggles with those kinds of things, I mean, you live in Southern California, you are kind of like in the quintessential hotbed, you know, so to speak of this kind of thing. Um, you know, and, and it's just, it's just ridiculous. You know, everywhere you turn, everywhere you turn, there's, everything's on display. And so you're constantly just having your mind in that battle, but I've been able to overcome it. And I can solely honestly say that that's because of Christ. 
Um, the only way I've been able to overcome my addiction is because of the love of Christ and the strength that he gives me that I'm not going to let myself be defined by this addiction. I'm not going to let myself be defined by these thoughts. I'm not going to let myself be bogged down by sin because the more I let that temptation in, it was, it was basically like taking a Ferrari and covering it in cement, you know, all this potential, but the more I'm just piling onto it, the more I'm wrecking it, right. I'm denting it up, I'm scratching it up, I'm making it, you know, useless. Right. And that's and that's the unfortunate thing about that is it didn't matter what I did, it didn't matter what I tried to do, if I let that temptation in, it just made me weaker. It dented that armor, it just pulled pulled away from me. And whenever those temptations started, I had to get myself into a habit. And what I would start doing is when I started to feel those temptations, I'd immediately grab my iPod, I'd throw on some of the the worship music that I loved the most right then. And I liked a lot of the rock and, <coughs> excuse me, I liked a lot of the rock and roll type stuff. Like I'm a big fan of Mercy Me and 10th Avenue North and mm. stuff like that. But I really like like bands like Skillet, you know, that are hard rock, you know, really in your face, Christian music. Right. Uh, Skillet, Thrice, Dustin Kensrue, um, those are just some of the best worship that I listen to, and that would take my mind off of it because it's kind of like when you're in the middle of an argument and you just start to pray, you know? It's that same thing. I was in an internal argument with myself, and so I thought, well, what do I need to do? First, I need to bring God into the situation. I need to tag team God into the fight and let him do the battle against this temptation for me, and that's what I would do. By putting on my that worship music, by getting that that you know, the praise into my head, I immediately replaced those impure thoughts with Jesus. Right. And that's how, that's how he overcame that. That's how I got over those temptations, you know? And if I ever start to struggle like that, I just immediately just start singing a worship song to myself or just sing or just getting my mind out of it. And that's how God, you know, has helped me. That's how I know and proof that there is no temptation. And I thought that temptation I would never be able to get through and it's something that I would never be able to change, but I was able to change it. Through the love and the in the through the love and the faith of Christ, I was able to overcome it. And that was because of, of exactly that, of how there's never a temptation that you can that you can't stand against. Right. Well, you know, I think that's that's a perfect a great example. And, you know, I think another thing you can always do in these situations is don't look at the, at the temptation as a temptation or a distraction or a frustration. Look at it as an opportunity to sharpen, to grow. Thank God for this temptation. Thank you, Lord, that you know I can overcome this. Thank you, Lord, Amen. that I can be a better person, that you are giving me this opportunity to develop, to sharpen, to grow closer to Christ mm. in this opportunity. And, you know, I, they always say, you know, iron sharpens iron, mm -hmm. but the way I look at it is kind of like a blacksmith, right? God has all this power. As you said, Josh, you know, he's got the mighty strike stronger than Thor. Mm -hmm. And we need the fire and the fire is all that frustration, all the temptation, You're everything that makes us weak, right? Yeah. It's the thing. So we're the, we're the tool, the utensil that's been plunged into the fire of temptation and it's making us weaker. It's making us vulnerable. It's making us malleable. Mm -hmm. And then that's when we surrender and we say, thank you, Lord, 
for this opportunity to grow us. Thank you, God, for what you're doing here. He pulls you out and he hammers. Amen. And he starts strengthening. He starts shaping. He starts sharpening. He makes you into the closer to the utensil that he designed you for. And it's going to happen all throughout your life. I mean, it's a process. We all know this. That's what it is. It's a process of growing and developing. And so if we look at it with a mindset that this is an opportunity for us to grow, to shape, to develop, to become something more, that's what, that's when I think we are able to overcome these, these frustrations and you know, realize that you know, it's beneath us. It's just you got to find your way out. Amen. You know, that actually reminds me of a, of a story. Um, there's, this, there's this really great movie out. And it's, well, it's been out for a few years now. Alan Rickman, the late Alan Rickman, which is very saddening. Um, That's right. <coughs> excuse me, y'all. Um, Alan Rickman and Bill Pullman act in this, in this movie, which is actually a true story about this winery, um, a vineyard actually, called Chateau Montalena. And what it is, is this, the, the reason why this wine is so important, which I won't, I won't go too far into this because it's off topic, but um, it was something that revolutionized winemaking in the United States. Um, but there's a, there's a line that Bill Pullman says as he's, he's taking on a new intern, and they're walking down the rows of his vineyard. And he says this line, you know, about the reason why he gives his, his grapes so little water. And it's because it makes the grape struggle. It makes the grape struggle to grow, and thus bearing a much sweeter fruit. Right. Um, and he makes, he makes a statement that, that we're all stronger in the broken places. You know, yeah. through, through hardship comes enlightenment. Right. And he makes that comment that, yeah, for a grape, you know, but I think for us as well. You know, just like you said, they plunge us into the fire, and what does that fire do? It weakens the metal, so when the metal gets pulled out, it can be hammered into its perfect shape that it needs to be in. Just like the swords I have hanging on my wall, you know, they, they it's just how it is, and I just, I just love that. I just love that imagery. I, I just love how that, how that works. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I heard uh, Stephen Furtick use that analogy. I was talking about the uh, Philistines and how they had a very... Uh, interesting way of overtaking the Israelites you know they would control the um, the blacksmiths and make the blacksmiths work for them and it was an interesting strategy but he kind of went into talking about how the fire is what tempts us and frustrates us and you know mm. distracts us from God and our folk takes our focus away and that's the teaching opportunity that God can use to hammer us and to shape us and mold us into what it is because our entire life is trying to become more like Christ. And it's right. not going to be a one, one temptation. We get through it. You're perfect. Now it's a lifelong thing. Just like anything you use a tool, it gets dull. It needs to be sharpened. How do you right. do it? You sharpen it by you warm it up again and you got to do your thing. So this, right. Uh, process goes on and on and so I look at it as an opportunity of, uh, of uh, graciousness thank you Lord for giving us this temptation that we can mm. learn to overcome it and that we can become a better person and maybe we can help others with with those frustrations or with those lessons that we learned awesome I love that love that yeah all right well we're going to go ahead and just head into a time of prayer 
right now. Um, thank you so much, Dave, for that. It just, just, just so awesome to remember that even though things are hard, it's actually God just working on us and making us better. Um, so join, join me in prayer, if you would, please. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just come before you, Lord, with thankful hearts. Thank you for the hardship. Thank you for the temptations, and thank you for the difficult times because those are the moments that are making us stronger. Those are the moments where we are growing closer to you, where we are being made to cling to you, and where we are being truly refined through the fire. I pray, Lord, that for every moment that we face, that we know is difficult, that we know the temptation is upon us, that we will remember that you are strengthening us, that every hurdle we overcome is nothing but another staircase leading us closer to you. One more step. It's a step up that leads us closer to you. We thank you so much, Lord, for the work that you do in our lives. We ask that you will help us to remember that you are there molding us, shaping us, working on us, and making us into the perfect beings that you want us to be, making us to what you see us. We thank you so much, Lord, for all of your love, for all of your blessings, and for everything that you do for us every day. In the name of your almighty son, Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Please don't forget you can follow us on iTunes by going to the iTunes store and typing in podcasts and then searching Two Men and a Bible. You can also follow us on Stitcher, um, Sprecher, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, which are Stitcher and Sprecher, as well as iTunes, of course, are apps that you can have on your phones. Um, podcasts as well that you can have on your phones. Um, but also, as always, we want to hear from you. We want to hear how things are going. We want to hear what's going on in your lives. How can we be praying for you? Um, we'd love to hear praise reports, but also we want to hear needs. If there's something you'd like us to cover, if there's questions that you would like us to answer, please get in touch with us. You can follow us on Twitter at Two Men in a Bible. You can also email us at two men podcast at gmail.com and that's the number two m-e-n-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com thank you so much everybody we thank you so much for listening we love y'all and we will see you next time so long